Welcome to the Soul Midwife Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Hughes. I'm an energy healer, a guide, a mom of four, and yes, a soul midwife. In this podcast, I offer guidance, healings, and wisdom for women who are feeling out of alignment, disconnected, and are longing to find out or to rediscover who they truly are from a deep place of wholeness. Women who are ready to step out of the culture of busy, overwhelmed, disconnection, and fragmentation, and to lead lives that feel soulful and aligned from the inside out. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. So today I'm going to be talking about the medicine of the winter season, and really how to prepare for the descent down into darkness and coldness and the underworld. So it's something that's been in my awareness for a few weeks now. And today is the first cold day of the season here in Colorado. And I felt really inspired to speak on this topic. Uh, so So for those of you that don't know Colorado, it's actually a really, really sunny, like all year round sunny state. And yes, we do get cold and yes we do get snow but the funny thing about Colorado is it will be cold and snowy for a few days and then most likely it will be 60 or 70 especially in the fall or even December half of December pretty routinely which is I think maybe not such a secret and why thousands and thousands of people are moving here Um, so we've not had any cold really this whole year and in fact this week it was nearly 80 which is kind of unusual normally it's in 60s and maybe low 70s so and it's been incredibly dry so no snow also super unusual and so today was the first day of cold and I felt really called to go out for a hike today actually and to be in the cold in nature and and so what I want to talk about is kind of the cold and how we, we can use it. I want to obviously cover like the, as I always do, the mind, body, and spirit. So like the physicality, the emotionality, and the spirituality that we can find in the medicine of winter. So today, as I was out on my walk, I found myself really at the beginning kind of fighting, fighting the cold, like And by fighting, I mean my body was quite tense. Like, I didn't actually wear a winter jacket, which is kind of dumb. But I did have a sweater and a sweatshirt on and some gloves and a hoodie. And I just was really, really tense. Um, And to me, it was like a bracing. The bracing against something. My body was bracing against the cold. And so, living in Colorado most of my life, on and off, I feel quite comfortable with the cold, or I have. In fact, it was winter was my favorite season as a child. Mostly because there's snow, and as a child, you don't really think about, like, discomfort doesn't really matter. At least not for me as a child. I didn't really care about discomfort. I just cared about playing, right? And I'm pretty sure my kids feel that way, too, because they're out there. <laughs> We're out there in their shorts today, <laughs> jumping on the trampoline and playing in the leaves and stuff. So... But what I often hear is I, I hear women often say things around, well, seasonal depression, that's a thing, right? 
uh, and there's a physical reason behind that. But I also just hear people say that they get really, I don't know, just sad and lonely and grumpy and they have a really hard time with winter. A lot of people have a really hard time with winter. Like when I ask people what their favorite seasons are, which is a thing I regularly do in live group circles, because I feel like it tells a lot. Like if you ask somebody what their favorite animal is and what their favorite season is, you can learn a lot about that person. And so often what when I hear when I ask that question and I've asked it to hundreds and hundreds probably thousands of people it's very rare like one percent maybe five percent tops of people that like that say winter is their favorite season and so I think there's a lot of reasons behind that but the biggest one probably is because winter is the season of darkness it is the seasons of internal space the medicine of the season is to go within The medicine of the season is to really go into that underworld place, to be still, to rest, to be internally inside of yourself, to slow down. And oftentimes there's stuff that is brought up inside, right? There's things that need healing or there's things that just needed your attention and they they get quite loud, right, in the winter season. There's also the physical physicality of, like, it's cold outside. And a lot of people in our modern-day world where we can set our temperature to 70, no matter if it's cold, no matter what season it is, we find it quite uncomfortable to be outside of that. So when you go outside between your house and your car and it's really cold, it's like, ah, right? And so there's so much I have to say about it. I really want to be kind of more succinct because my mind is going like a million miles an hour. So let's take a deep breath and see if I can (laughs) go on one train of thought at once. So maybe let's talk about the physicality first. So winter is amazing. Cold is amazing for our physicality. It is for our bodies. The cold weather is such an amazing activator of some key components of our nervous system. It exercises our nervous system in a way that's like the typical stress of everyday life really does not. It also just activates and our sensory system, right? It's it's cold. It activates that system. And, you know, there's a man called Wim Hof. And for those of you, if you've never heard his name before, he is a Dutch man who has really used cold and as well as breathing to both work with the immune system, specifically the autonomic immune system, a space where we thought was automatic and we could not control. And he has found through breathing and cold exposure that we can actually tap into the autonomic nervous system and activate it ourselves and control things like our own body temperature. Even if we're in the cold, we can control the heat inside of our body temperature. Like it is actually a thing, not that just he can do, but that we can do as humans. And that we can actually even control our immune system to fight off things. And he's amazing. He is, you probably have heard of him. He is really well known nowadays. It's amazing how fast he has spread into the world. Because a few years ago when I heard about him, 
I don't feel like I'm, a lot of people were out there, but now there's people down at the river in the cold. So I don't, I did, for a while I was doing his recommendations of cold showers and he has a breathing technique. I do breath work. I don't use his breath work very often because I find it very, um, I have a sensitive, still adrenal healing nervous system from lack of sleep as a midwife and having four kids. So I use a different, more gentler uh, breath work. And I have gotten off of the regular cold exposure. I personally just like being exposed to the cold, like on a daily basis because it's cold. So that's where I'm at with it. But the point is that there is amazing benefits to cold. And so this morning when I was sitting down by the river and I was fighting against the cold, I was bracing my body. I was tensing my body. I was finding all of the stress, right? All the stress around my neck and my shoulders as I brought them up. And then when I just was sitting by the river and I just took a nice deep sigh as I tapped into the energy and the flow of the river, and I just actually saw this amazing little bird that was on this rock that was in the middle of the river. And it was like this very small rock that the river was flowing over, but it was exposed and wet. So it was just like bubbling over the very top of it. And this bird was like sliding like a little slide. I've never seen this. It was so cool. It was sliding like a slide down into the water. And I think it was searching for food. I think that's what it was doing. And then it would it would be under for quite a while. Like it was swimming. And this is like a little like, you know, a little bird the size of like a wren. I don't, it was not a wren. I don't know what it was. It was a little far away for me to, to make out. But I could tell what it was doing and kept doing it over and over and over again. And I just was in awe of it. And it just brought me into the state of presence that the river always does. And then this bird was, and it just made me realize like, oh, it's okay. Like I don't have to brace against the cold. The cold just is, it's not here to hurt me. It's not here to cause me any harm. It's just, it's part of it's part of nature, right? It's part of me, really. It's because I am part of it. It's kind of super deep, but that's where I was at. And so I took a really deep sigh and let it go. And then the cold was no longer cold. And it's funny how that perspective shift. In fact, I was walking along the same path that I had walked on just four or five days prior with my husband. And I was in quite a state of upset this last weekend, I was very stressed, like a place I haven't been in in a while. And I had gone down to the river because it's just my medicine. And I was with my husband. They had paved this path that I always walk on, which pissed me off because I just want to be walking on gravel and dirt. And they paved it. And I was really mad. But then today... I was in such a state of presence and peace and the path looked beautiful again to me. No matter the fact that it was paved, they paved it a beautiful color that looked actually like, you know, like the surrounding. I don't know. It was just this perspective shift and I watched myself have this perspective shift and it really like made me feel very humbled, right? And so the point of this story is really to speak to presence and to speak to connection and to speak to the cold and the embracing of the physicality of winter. It is dark. 
guess what I did last night? I went to bed at 8.45. And that is because it was dark for quite a long time. And I've been getting up at 5 because it is now light at 5. And in the winter, you just sleep more. Like, animals sleep more. We are animals. We used to do this. And now we do this thing where we push through, no matter if it's winter or summer. So many of our lives do not really shift. And that's a shame because that is part of that seasonal disorder. Part of it is that we want it to be summer and it's not. Because we value summer, which means we value the doing and the going. And it's not summer. It's not the time for that. It's a time for introspection. And many of us don't know how to be with ourselves and don't know how to slow down and get comfortable with the quiet and the slowness because sometimes when you haven't spent a lot of time in quiet and slow it can be lots of big things can bubble up and they can feel really uncomfortable and we don't really know how to do uncomfortable anymore right we pile on the clothes we set our thermostats we do all of the things we do to get out of discomfort so to me there is this incredible medicine to the season it's like a reset. It's why people often, you know, start new things in the new year. I feel like there's there's some value in that, but there's also value in, like, I often feel like maybe spring is a better season for that. And winter is a really great season for introspection. So, like, New Year's resolution to me would be more of, like, a what am I going to commit to growing inside this winter right rather than I'm gonna lose 10 pounds and work out like crazy maybe that's your thing like I'm not judging you it just doesn't make sense to me it just really doesn't make sense to me if you just really follow like the energy and the natural laws that are here present on this earth that we are a part of whether we realize it lately or not it's just seems to me that this time of the year is asking something different and if we resist it like I was talking about the resistance the bracing then it can make the season really hard if we push and go and go when really all of the medicine is asking us to pause then it can make it really hard and then also I have to acknowledge that sometimes pausing is hard for people especially when you don't that's not your regular jam right and so for me it is a few years ago so I loved winter my whole whole life right and then at some point I became in my adult years I became a summer lover and a winter hater which is interesting switching from one one season to the other I still love summer and I love the hot I love the sun and I'm grateful that I live in a state that we do still get sun even in the winter time um but there is there's this thing that happens. Let's go with this. There's this thing that happens, like, at this time of the year specifically. And so this, my story goes, a few years ago, actually, let's back it up even more. At key points in my life, I feel, I, my soul speaks to me, right? I am very connected, uh to my soul. It is a very different voice. It is something that I help people do, connect to their soul. And the voice that originates not from the head, is not of the ego, is not of the unconscious, it's not of the logic, it is from the soul. 
which in my belief that the soul is something that travels with us, right, is the, the part of us that is uniquely us. It is not the human, it is the soul. And it occupies the, well, not always, it does not always occupy the body. Sometimes it's found outside the body for some people due to trauma or other things. But it is, it is something I help people with, helping them connect back in with their soul and helping them know the, helping them listen to the soul's voice, right? So, so at key points in my life, my soul will speak to me. And it is a very different voice than my ego or any of the other voices. And it is a very sweet and loving voice. And it will give me guidance sometimes. And it is different than my guides, which is also a thing that I turn to. So it will give me guidance or urgings, right? And then that is like inside something that will happen. And then I will see something in the physicality that will support that. So... You know, it is the reason, that voice is the reason why I quit midwifery school at one point when I was living in New Zealand. Um, that voice was a voice that came when my grandmother had cancer. And very soon after, a book in a library popped, literally popped, fell off of a shelf, and it was about cancer, uterine cancers, which is what she had. And it helped us, and we went and found the guide, and that's a whole other story in itself. So... A few years ago, I had that soul calling to get even deeper connected to source or what I call God and myself and presence, right? Like, so that was a few years ago. And very soon after, there was a book that just showed up on our library holds. So I went and picked him up from the library. I got home and I said to my husband, oh, did you get this book? It looks interesting. And he said, no. And I was like, I didn't get it. But it was in our name. So it was a 40-day journey to abundance, right? And so you might think, oh, it's a manifesting money book. It was not that at all. It was actually uh, 10 mantras to connect really with God and the abundance that is, right? And so maybe you wanted to get money out of it. That was not my purpose. My purpose was just to connect deeper with myself. And so a few years ago, I did that. And I started just randomly in mid-November, and then I ended right at the solstice, or I think actually that year it was on Christmas Eve, and it was this beautiful, like, I didn't realize that that was going to be the 40th day, right, and it was a very beautiful way to slow my body down just through half an hour a day, so half an hour a day of committed time, but then it seeps out, right? If you spend that much time within in a focused way, it just seeps into your life. It's not like this thing I do, and then I live the rest of my day like this at 50,000 miles an hour. It just begins to seep in. So I did that journey, and then I've done it every year since. So right now, two or three days ago, I just started three days ago, I started my this year's journey. So this year's journey is to get even... Uh, the more deeper connected and let my soul occupy more of my body, which I'm not going to go into what that looks like right now, but that is, so it's my own journey, right? This is just something that is my intuitive thing that's coming for me. Um, and then I'm also working on movement. So moving my body in very gentle ways, uh, just daily commitment to moving, right? I took a hike today. I just find that lately I've been not moving as much and it affects me. 
So those are my commitment. So so what it does for me is it's always around this time of the year and I'm going to end. I think this year I end not on the solstice. I end on Christmas. And so for every day is for 40 days. And I have a little chart because that's my logical mind, Julie. <laughs> my human Julie has a has to have a little chart. <laughs> and I like check off the days, right? But it's just for me to be like, yeah, I mean, there's some days on the weekends or, you know, maybe Thanksgiving or whatever that I know it would be easy to not do it. And for me, it's like this fierce commitment that 40 days, I'm going to do this. It's very different than my daily practice. It's not. In fact, I'm still doing my daily practice that I always do. This is very different. It occupies a different space in my day. And it just occupies a lot more space of my waking hours. And so to me, it's this gentle pull down into the slowness of the season. It is this gentle slowdown in my body and my nervous system. It ripples into my life. It makes it so I don't, to you know, I normally have my to-do list for my work days. And this week, it's much less, even though there's still the same. It just is much less. It's not stacked. There's more breathing room. There's more space. There's more time to connect it's just the season like it's hard to even be in a place where I don't live my life this way because I've lived it this way for so long but I did not I did not always live it this way but I know for many of you and again this isn't judgment I just know that this is the reality for many many humans on this earth that this season is filled with family gatherings and family bickering and parties and holiday things and going to this thing with your kids and making sure this is done and these traditions and just like going and doing a lot of things and so I'm not and and eating a lot of crap (laughs) really right and it's just interesting that it's literally like the antithesis of what the season is asking you to do And so how could, like, what if it looked different to you? What if you tapped into that energy more and let that take up more space in your life? Like, what could that look like? What does your day, how does your daily life change if you let that energy of the winter season in more? What does that change? And it doesn't have to be big, humongous things. Like, I still go to work. It's not like I'm going in. I do kind of go into a cave mode. But I still do, like, I still live life, you know? I'm just not, I mean, I haven't been as active as I normally am for a while because of everything in the world. But, I don't know, I, I just routinely am less active. And so I'm just asking, what could this look like in your world? What does embracing cold look like to you? What if you went out and met the cold on a daily basis and took a little walk? And like how much more alive? I can guarantee you, you'll feel more alive. What if for this season you got off of social media and like used that extra time to actually connect in with yourself? I can guarantee you I have never heard someone who said they took a social media break say, Oh, I missed out on so much and I hated it. I hated my social media break. Like, no one ever says that. It's a wonder why we all go back on. 
after those breaks, right? We feel so much better. We feel so much clearer. And then we get back on until we need another break. And it's so crazy that we have done this to ourselves. And so what, what does that look like? What small things could that be? Right? And so I told you what it means for me. And so for me, the 40-day journeys that I do, I don't just do them at this time of the year for my own personal self. This is just the main time of the year that I feel really like, I feel this different like longing and calling this time of the year to do, yeah, to do this 40-day journey. It means something much more profound to me. And other times of the year, it might be something more like yoga or I don't know. I, I've done all sorts of different things, but this one means a lot more. It does feel like I am being led into the energy of this season. And so it is, it is the way that this, uh, over on my website, I have something called the 40 day soulful journey. It is where that was born from. It's basically 40 days of me guiding you. So it's through email. You get an email, basically meditation, guided meditation, or other things. Sometimes there's other uh, activities. I don't know what to call them. Where you just basically commit to 40 days of connecting with yourself. So like your physicality, your internal physicality, your internal energy around certain parts of your body, like your heart and your throat and your womb. And then also just exploring what it's like in there and giving you some tools. So there's like a breathwork session. It is my most favorite thing that I've ever done. And it's something I offer in the gift economy, which the gift economy is a way of, I mean, it is just this program that I created is, it just, I cannot put a value on it personally. It's so, it's like invaluable to me. And it's just something that I just want to share with the whole world. Um, and so I don't want money to be in the way. And so I offer it based on a gift in the gift model. Um, the 40th day journey is also, I do a actual live or, uh, you know, Zoom, if you're not anywhere around here, session, like an intention vision session at the very beginning. And then we do a 45 to 60 minute um, session at the end to kind of connect you a little bit with your soul, to do some of that soul connection work that I was talking a little bit about, just just, no, just touch the surface of that. And so, yeah, I guess I'm saying this. <laughs> this is just coming out. It is my favorite thing to do. It's what I love talking about. It's kind of funny. I was writing on it. Like, it, like the logical brain is like, why are you promoting this? You don't get often paid. But there is something magical in my experience of life. I am a big giver. Like, I'm pretty sure I've said this before, but I, I just love, I just feel called to give sometimes. I've given a car to somebody before. I literally just gave somebody a car once and like never thought about it. It wasn't, yeah, it's just, it's just a thing. Like giving is maybe my love language. I don't, maybe that's part of it. Yeah, I think I would say that. And so I love talking about it, even though I'm not like, you know, this is the part of my business I don't really make a whole lot of money from, but it's just such an amazing program. So you can head over and check it out. I only do a few people a month because, um, well, because I can't let it take up my whole, all of the time that I have, but it's a great season for it. It's always a great season for the 40 day journey, but particularly for me, 
I feel like this is an amazing season for this type of work. So you can go over to my website, Soul Midwife Julie, and check that out or any of the work that I'm offering. And I really just encourage you to ask a lot of those what ifs. And I don't know, you can reach out to me and, uh, you know, send me an email. I love getting emails. <laughs> There's actually people out there on the other side listening to me uh, talk. I, I've been getting more of them recently, and I'm very, very grateful um, for those emails. I really, truly am. It, it does make me feel like, oh, there is other people out there. I mean, I know I can look at the stats, but I love that there's like some human connection. So you can send me an email and let me know how this winter, like what does that look like for you? Or what is your relationship and how would you like that relationship to shift Um and do you recognize the medicine? Do you recognize the medicine that is actually found in the season? And are you actually willing to take this medicine this season and let it be really, it's such a balming healing for like any wounds, any anything that are going on in there. It's such an amazing season to just heal and be and just pause and come out on that other side like kind of transformed in a way I always feel like I come out transformed after the winter and then head into spring and summer like I'm a new person each and every time we go around this time of year so um I think maybe I might record a podcast on Persephone like some of the mythology around the underworld in the coming months since we'll be in in the winter for a while I mean obviously we're not even there yet we're a month away but I feel the pull I'm feeling the pull down down already pretty strongly even though it's not been cold here and so I'm wondering if you are too I also feel like this winter might be a big one a lots of healing for many of us so you're welcome to reach out to me to again take the 40-day journey or also also just um do a one-on-one -on -one session with me at any point. So I hope that this has been helpful. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And thank you so much for listening. All right, everyone. I'll see you soon. Bye.